0: with over 1,800 branches worldwide. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your grace and for your mercy. We look to you for the fuel of our lives. And we call on you in the name of Jesus to come and feed us, because you have the bread of life. May your words come to revive us, deliver us from our disillusionment and disappointments, so that we will not stagger, but we will be the people of God, the community of faith, whom you have placed in the earth to represent your agenda and purpose. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 Beautiful. We thank the Lord. We are going to, um, finish off with a series on faith is to stagger not, faith is to stagger not, and, um, I will read the passage from, uh, Romans 4 and verse 20, Romans 4 and verse 20, that says, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief be staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So if you are to do a macroscopic Bible study on this, you are going to see, um, you're going to look at different segments. He was strong in faith. It means that faith can be either strong or weak. But Abraham was strong in faith. And then also, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. It means that unbelief is what causes you to stagger. Unbelief is what causes you to stagger. So your ability to avoid staggering is to build faith, to continue to build faith. And, um, I believe somewhere along the line, we mentioned the fact that when you join to Christ, you are no more on your own. You are not left to your own devices to strive to do anything, but your life and the life of Christ have become one. And I think the children of God do not tap, we do not tap into this enough. That is why we come to moments of Um, complete disappointment and and disillusionment. The reality is that if you are human, if you are part of the human family, you are definitely going to have moments of disappointment and you're going to have times that you, um, you, you are just down if you are part of the human family. But the difference for... The people is that if people are, you see, I still don't understand why people just will not do not want to come on camera. Um, I don't know how you will feel if if I if I just instead of joining the Zoom, you know, one way we can do this is we just go on the prayer line and we use the prayer line because after all, without the camera, it is like we're on the prayer line, which is just by audio. So maybe we should do that one of these days. Let's join. Okay, let's We're join. Changing. We are changing. We are changing. The uh, prayer line, and then we talk on prayer line. See whether it will be a nice experience for you. We are changing, so, we are changing So uh, I think after Ms. Eugene spoke his heart out, you know, I, I was hoping that more people would come on camera. I mean, I cannot believe that all everybody here is working. So yeah, sure. anyway, do not let me uh, be sidetracked by your, dis- your disobedience. Okay, Reb, Flow, Flow. We are here, Rev. Your voice so, are here. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm speaking about the Christian journey. The Christian journey. Um. I mean. I mean, if you if you know me, I. I, I place myself along with everybody else, like Daniel. When Daniel was praying. You know, Daniel said, "Lord, we." Daniel was the holiest one you could ever think of, but he did not exclude himself. Now, all of us are in this together, as far as our Christian journey and the bombs in the way. Uh, there are bombs in the way, but the point I was trying to make is that when we exclude ourselves or we, we do not um, remember that you are not on your own, but that you are part of Christ. And therefore, when we say we should develop faith, if the development of faith to remain in the promises of God is just left on our own efforts, you are going to run out very soon. You are going to um, run out of strength. But I think we need to get more and more to participate in the life of Christ Jesus within. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want you to be on a quest for joining the life of Christ that is within you. And you, you look at yourself, you look at yourself, Is like, what is Christ? What is the life of Christ within, within me? But think about all the decisions that you have made since you became a believer, since you gave your life to Christ think about all the things you have not done you have not done solely because of God i mean there were there was a lot of opportunity for you to do certain things in some cases even to profit but you didn't do it because of your faith in Christ there were many instances where you could have um you could have fallen into some things but something restrained you. Hallelujah. Amen. And then, and then, the way you spend your time, the way you spend your effort, the time you spend in the things of God, all of that, if there is not some spiritual principle of force at work in you, how can you tell me you have no faith? You see, your life, up until now, Alone is a testament and a testimony that there is a faith principle working in you hallelujah Amen. Amen. so 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 what we are asking for is that there is something already working and we need to build upon that i mean there's a huge difference between you and some people in your family there are some people in your family the way they the way their worldview and the way they think they can't even understand you because you have been informed and groomed and 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 um, prepared, influenced by the word of God, by the Christian um, tradition or the Christian um, worldview, which has what ma- ma- which is what has made you who you are. Now, what we are saying is that in many instances, we are only swimming at six feet from the shore. We can go deeper. And the depths of God are in Christ. Amen. The the deep things of God are in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And, And God is inviting us. God is inviting us to grow in faith along with the faith of Christ. So today, as we try to summarize, faith is to stagger not. I just want to bring a word of encouragement to remove a stress or anxiety from our lives and to Amen. pivot on the fact that you are not in this alone. Christ is with you. Amen. And so let's look at the scripture from Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, one of my favorite scriptures. You know, something tells me that some people, some people cannot come on camera because of, uh, what do you call it? Wi-Fi, um, what do you call it? Uh, you know the Wi-Fi is 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 not working the way it should, and um, if you are not on camera for that reason, you know God knows that. So don't feel that we are railing against you. Your 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 uh your uh, uh, yeah. I mean genuinely, some people they are, their uh plan the plan they, they they are using, right? You know yeah. uh, mm-hmm. is it, it, is that the, the the bandwidth is is limited. Yeah. So all of those situations exist, mm-hmm. but. I, I can bet you Brakufi. I can bet you that there are some two who can join the camera for real. Yeah. But they have just they have just made their face like I won't change. I won't change. Keep talking, I won't change. Those are the situations we are talking about. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live but Christ lives in me. You see, we all quote the scripture, but I will tell you that we grow we grow in increasing levels of understanding and being able to actually relate with the scripture. We grow in our experience of the scripture. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You see, if somebody um, if somebody has a, a, a heritage or an inheritance, like a big building, a huge house is left for you. When you were a child, maybe maybe five years old, they take you the six year old, they take you to the house and they tell you this house belongs to you. You see, if if the house has a huge compound, and the house has um. What do you call it? What are the things houses have? Let's say the has a swing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a swing in the backyard. Do you get it? Beautiful lawn in the front, swing in the backyard and has seven bedrooms, beautiful, all kinds of kitchen, self-contained, a lot of beautiful things in the house. But if you are six year old, your experience of the house is going to be limited to what? Maybe playing on the lawn in the front yard and playing on the uh, swinging on the swing in the backyard or running around the house. And if they don't control you, maybe using you the house as a slit, as a drawing board. Because at that age, at that age, your experience of the house is commensurate with your age. Even though the house belongs to you, you are not experiencing the house to the fullest. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. As you grow That's right. and you, you become 12 years old, and you discover that there is a there is a ping pong table in the basement, and then now you invite your friends. This time you are not swinging anymore, but you are playing ping pong in the basement. And then as you grow a little further, you discover something else in the house. You discover uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know there is actually a pool, a pool table somewhere in the house. In your teenage age, when you have learned how to play pool. Then, you, you see, see, your your experience of the house develops over time as you grow and mature. Right. Amen. 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 And the time comes when you are of age and you get married. And you and your parents used to share a, what do you call it, a one-bed, two-bedroom house. And now you are married. Then suddenly you realize that, hey, I have a house that is in my name. Right. And actually, this house has several bedrooms. Hmm. You've been you've been yearning on sleeping in a big um, bedroom in a uh, 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 with a big king size bed with a huge, you know, walk closet. We've been dreaming of that, but right. until you come of age and the title deed passes to you, your experience of the house is different aspects of it. So our Christian journey is a little bit like that. Your your maturity level determines how much you actually participate in the, what I call the economy of God. Okay. The the kingdom of God, the life of God. But you see, the good news is that wherever you are, there is always room for improvement. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, so when I say I am crucified with Christ, it is no longer I whole live, but Christ lives in me. All of us believe that when we became a believer, Christ came to live in us. But the Christ that lives in us, our experience of him, depends on the level of how much our faith has been allowed to grow. Because if your faith has been allowed to grow to a certain extent, then when you are there by yourself, when Christ, he said that Christ Christ lives in me, you you actually believe that he lives in you, and you actually talk to him, and and you engage him. You, 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 You participate in his life, and he participates in your life. But if you are still um, not having come to the place where Christ is very real to you, then this thing will become like a verse we just memorize and pass uh, a past exams. The life which I now live in the flesh, the life which are now live in the flesh, which is in your body, I live by faith in the Son of God. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to for me so this whole verse summarizes your christian journey that we ought to go grow in increasing increasing levels of our experience of christ and the more we can participate in the life of christ within because christ is in you by the spirit hallelujah amen christ is in you by the spirit and but through the spirit you participate of his life his life has been shared abroad into our hearts by the Holy Spirit so that we can partake of him like a meal. And your life becomes fueled. You will be fueled by his life because the Bible says, He, after the resurrection, the Bible says he was given an indestructible life. Christ was giving a, his Christ's life will never get extinguished. He's not going to die again. He was given up to his enemies for a season, but he's not going to die again. And when he rose from the dead, the Bible said he was—he became a life-giving spirit, which means the spirit that gives life or brings things that are dead back to life. This is the invitation and the journey and your divine destiny. That wherever your life is, it is not the last word. Whatever you are in your journey, it's not. If it is not consistent with the promises of God, I can guarantee you, it is just something that is waiting to receive more infusion of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now, this journey would work well if we always not only believe Christ is in us, but Christ is also before us. Your whole life ought to be a life in the life of Christ Jesus through the Spirit of God. The more more you pursue Christ and the more you pursue the word of faith, the more your reality begins to succumb to the power of the kingdom of God. The reality that we see around us is a phantom reality. Am I saying something to somebody? Yes, you preach man right? what has been bequeathed to us by Adam is' not God's original intent God's original intent the delays in your life the things that you is like it has caused a delay all those delays are often a, 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 a robbing of what is due you by the forces that are working against your life yeah. we learn about faith. Because we believe that faith has the ability to override the things working against you. And so you do not have to accept and succumb to everything that comes at you. And you do not have to say, you know, if God wants to do this for me, he will do it. Everything is is good. Now, yes, God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think. But God also works with your faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, therefore, your faith is very important in, in pulling God into the situations of your life. And mm-hmm. if the situations of your life are delayed, and, and 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 often it can get to a point that this is not going to happen. It doesn't look like anything, any change is happening. Any change is coming. It means that your faith is being tested. Your whole life is to build the the treasure of faith in the invisible realm of God and believe that the invisible realm of God can invade this temporal, physical, natural order and actually change things. And when we persist and persist, I can tell you, you will see a change. Your life is to participate in the life of God, that Christ, the faith of Christ ought to be your faith. So it is not only faith in Christ, but also the faith of Christ. And the Mm -hmm. Spirit of God is there to connect you to the treasure of the life of Christ. Mm -hmm. Christ Jesus is like the promised land to the Israelites. What we are are seeing is that we have escaped from Egypt. We have escaped the world. Most of us are still in the wilderness. The wilderness is the period of testing. Is the timing of we are believing God, we have the promised land before us, but on the way, there is a journey, on the way, there is disappointment, on the way, there is betrayal, on the way, there is all kinds of things that come to make you actually think that this whole deal of going to the promised land was a mistake. It probably was better we stay in Egypt. But then, those who persisted, they entered the promised land. Those who murmured and were full of unbelief. They died in the way. But I'm bringing you a word of encouragement that your faith ought you, you, the most important thing you ought to develop is that you need to keep on feeding on the word of God. Feed on the word of God. Feed on Christ. Feed mm-hmm. on Christ and the word of God. Feed on God's promises. Man. I heard of this uh, man uh, called Smith, work. I heard that he didn't read any other book except Uh, the New Testament everywhere. I'm not saying that's what we should do. But what I'm saying is that how is it that we consume so much information? All kinds of information today, the medium or the media that we use to get information has expanded. It used to be print media. Do you get it? Yeah. And then television. Some of you... I mean, I don't know about you, but where I come from, when I was growing up, there was a point in time where there was only one television channel in the whole country. <laughs> <And> man, <laughs> only one channel. And over time, more channels were added. Mm-hmm. And then, news, new print media. Today, you have, if you have cable, you have so many channels which you are paying for, which you don't even watch. Oh, okay. <laughs> And then, and and then also, if you are still old school and you still, there are some who still like print media. Yeah. You know, some of you you don't get a physical newspaper unless you go to a hotel and then they drop it at your at your door. I haven't seen one. There are some people (laughs) who. Do you see? But the point I'm making is that sources of information have exploded. Mm. Where you get your information, the things that shape your view and your mood and how you are thinking. Whether it's TV, whether it's the news. And now, let's forget about television. Let's forget about, now it is on your phone. Yeah, All kinds of information is coming on your WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. Some are video, some are Mm tests, all kinds of things. Mm. And then in this pandemic season, but before, I didn't really notice. But now I'm noticing. I've been giving a weekly, getting a weekly report on how long I have been on screen. Do you get those reports? Yeah. I look yeah. at it and say, "What? <laughs> this is how much I, spend. I mean. I, I mean, I, it's like no, I can't. I can't be doing this because you see, you are going, you're always going like this. You're going yeah, oh, and then one message is coming, and then you're in the middle of something. You get a message from this mm-hmm. one." If you don't take care, you will spend hours on this social media (laughs) and very few minutes or seconds Mm. in the word of God. Mm. But I am telling you, everything that you see in the frame as we see, actually, is a phantom, ghostly, or it's not real. The real thing is still in the invisible realm. Now, the physical world, the physical world is... We're talking about the social media that occupies us. If we don't take time, we will not have any minute even for the word of God. Hmm. Beautiful. 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 Okay, I think, yeah, I, think I have beautiful. to close one. Beautiful. Just mute it, you can mute it. Okay. <laughs> So I I think the last thing I was saying that you guys didn't hear was that I was saying that the the physical world is a child of the spirit world. Okay. So the spirit world gives birth birth to this physical world. Mm -hmm. Everything that is in this physical world has already been birthed in the spirit world. So if you want to effect a change here in this realm, Mm -hmm. you have to give birth to it in the spirit world and then it will manifest here. That is how the world works. Amen. Amen. And so if we spend all our time merely participating in this world, but we don't do anything in the spirit world for it to manifest here, we will always be behind. Yeah. When I say behind, I mean the natural physical world is like the a shadow or an aftermath. And so we, we practically do not have a choice about developing our spiritual life as in growing in faith. hallelujah Amen. Amen. but on this journey I am today I am honing in on the centrality of Christ. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and when, when I, I was giving the analogy about the Jewish people, the exodus, I was saying that the promised land, is where we are headed. It has all the things God has for us. But on the journey, on the way there, there's testings. There are times that we are going to have doubt. The people at some point were doubting. Did we make a good decision in following this man Moses? Did we make a good decision? Would it have been better if he stayed in Egypt? Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. But yeah. the people that persisted mm-hmm. to the end are the ones who inherited the promises. And I'm urging us that Christ Jesus, who is the promised land, is history. The scripture says that Jesus Christ was the rock who was with them in the wilderness. So when they were thirsty for water, and the Lord told Moses to hit the rock the first time, the second time, speak to the rock. The rock that gave them water in the wilderness. Paul commented in the New Testament and said, that rock was Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. But at the same time, Christ is also the one they were going to inherit. The promised land is representative or symbolic of Christ. Every good thing that God has for us is hid in Christ for us. So then not only is Christ our destination, Christ is also with us in the process of getting to our destination. So we need to have Christ in view in front of us. And we need to get into the experience of Christ with us in our turmoil and tribulation and difficulty and every process we are going through Christ is with us now if you can have that my dear friend you have what i call longevity that last mm-hmm. in the christian journey you will last if you cannot have mm-hmm. the centrality of christ visited in your psyche in your in your mind in the way you look at life don't focus on christ and what he did already and what he's going to do for you and the father his spirit the spirit of christ is helping you go through life go through the the challenges of life if you can't have that that is when the point you feel like quitting mm. and at the point you feel like what is my life about hallelujah oh, amen. Oh, yeah. and so, so let's turn to first corinthians 1 Corinthians chapter 1, and from verse 18 to 24. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians 1, starting from verse 18. It says, for the message of the cross... Is foolishness to those who are perishing but to us who are being saved it is the power of God for yeah. it is written I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent." he's talking about the wise the people in the world who think they are wise he said that he would destroy it yeah. verse 20 Where is the wise? wise. Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? The disputer of this is the debater of this age, the people who are philosophers, who are trying to put aside the counsel of God. The Bible is saying that the wisdom of Christ supersedes them. So where are they? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God. If mm. the world can through their wisdom know God, then there will be no need for the preaching of Christ. There will be no need for Christ going to the cross. Because keep in mind that before Christ came and went to the cross, the Greek schools—those of you who study philosophy—the Greek schools had already been the, the Socrates and the, uh, Aristotle and Plato. They were—they had—they have, they, had have come and gone. You get it, right? Yeah. If, you got it. The true philosophy and wisdom is how we can survive. Then there will be no need for God to send his son to go and and die on the cross. So God, by sending Christ, the Bible is saying through the wisdom of the world, through wisdom, did not know God. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message. Mm. Through the foolishness of the message preached. Or the foolishness of preaching, as King James put it, to save those who believe. So the Mm -hmm. cross is foolish. Why is it foolishness? How on God's blessed earth can there be any wisdom in the fact that somebody dies, a Jewish carpenter dies on the cross, and his blood is supposed to save the world? What is the wisdom in that? You see, God did that so that only the humble and the meek would understand. Understand. The ones who want to use philosophy to know God, they are, they are going to miss it. But you will not use philosophy. You come to God through Christ. The Bible says, <laughs> the Bible says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father. No one comes to yes, except through me. So you yes. see, you can't you can't join in this Christian life without Christ. And it is not only on the day you got born again. Mm-hmm. Your whole day-to-day journey. Like uh in one movie I was watching, the guy woke up one Christmas morning and he left the house because oh, hm. his man was touching. Do I mean, you understand touching? He, he, <laughs> he was losing it. <laughs> losing it, yeah. You get it. And so yeah. and so he left the house, and his wife and children were looking for him all over town, and they called all his friends. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen him? He mm-hmm. happened to enter. The house of one of his friends, and the friend was telling him, "Your wife uh, uh, and why you know who." And as they were talking, the friend realized that the guy has lost it, and oh, and then. And, the, and then and then the reason how he knew he had lost it was that the guy was surprised that his friend was telling him about his wife and kids. He asked him, "Are you saying I'm married?" <laughs> Are you saying I'm, I'm married? I, I mean, I, I actually have children. Then he, the friend showed him the pictures. He said, Really? I, 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 I forgot forgotten. Then the friend knew that something was wrong. And the friend said, I needed to repeat it. I am married. 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 Say it until, <laughs> until you get into it. Listen your questions. Yeah. This is what we need to say it over and over. We are married to Christ. Amen. And in case Amen. we have forgotten, we have to keep saying it until we get it. Because Amen. without Christ, Without Christ, there is loss of meaning. Let's go back to the scripture. God, through the foolishness of preaching, has set aside the wisdom of the world. Okay? It pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. Next verse. You're going all the way to 24. For Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified to the Jews, a stumbling block, and to the Greeks, foolishness. Jews are looking for a miracle, a power, a power display, and the Greeks are after wisdom, philosophy. But God brought Christ, who is the answer to both. Christ is to those who are called, that is you and me. Both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. Is it wisdom you need for your life? Is in Christ. Is it power you need for your life? Is in Christ. Hallelujah. Yeah. Now let, let's add the verse 30. We are, Let's jump to the, uh, 1 Corinthians 1 and add verse 30. So I am emphasizing the centrality of Christ. Somebody said, why, why is he not talking about the Holy Spirit? I'm glad you asked. Because the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. If you talk about Christ a lot, Please know that the Holy Spirit is present. Yeah. Because you cannot confess Jesus is the Lord unless by the Holy Spirit. When, we, when you talk yeah. about the Holy Spirit, Christ shows up. The reality is that Christ lives in you through the Spirit. Yeah. But of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. The Christ, who is our destiny, our destination, the promised land, all the promises of God we are w- waiting on, we are pressing into. He is there with us, but he's not mm. only at the end where you're going to meet him, he's also with you in your current struggles in the wilderness, so that when you are tested, he is the rock out of which you will be refreshed. Mm. Christ has not abandoned us in the midst of our demise. Believe. Mm-hmm. Believe that mm-hmm. the, the same Christ who is your wisdom and your sanctification and your righteousness is also your redemption. redemption. Mm-hmm. Let's look at one final scripture. We are talking about his target not at the promise of God. Mm-hmm. And today I'm emphasizing the centrality of Christ, his completed works and the father he with us in our struggles without that we will lose heart in the way and we will quit before our greatest victories no we are not going to quit because we are the the hebrew scripture hebrews 12 said once uh, i think verse 3 or so uh, it says christ is the author and finisher of our faith now we're going to 2nd corinthians chapter 1 2nd corinthians chapter 1 And let's start from verse number eighteen. Second Corinthians one eighteen. But as God is faithful, free music for you. (laughs) But as God is faithful our word to you was not yes and no. Was not what? Yes and no. If if you ask somebody a question and they give give you an answer, yes and no, Mm -hmm. you are confused because you don't know which one you should take. Mm -hmm. Is that not so? Mm -hmm. There are some things That are binary is either this or that not everything should be gray. Amen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As God is faithful, our word to you, the word of the Lord, the promise of God is not yes and no. Next verse. For the son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me, Silvanus and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him was what? Yes. 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 In him was yes. yes. For all the promises of God in him are mm-hmm. uh, yes mm-hmm. and in mm-hmm. him, amen. Glory. The glory amen. of God. God so I want to end here. As we talk about faith, is to stagger not, and we read the scripture: Abraham staggered not at the promise of God. Mm-hmm. The Bible is saying all the promises of God, they are yea and amen. Yeah. Christ, yeah. Yeah. how long are you going to hang on and being able to believe to the extent to which you hold on to Christ? Because if it is not Christ, the whole earth is meaningless. The centrality of the cross reveals how an infinitely all-powerful God can reduce himself into a vulnerable situation for the sake of saving the world. Allow himself to be sacrificed for the sake of saving the world. That principle is what holds the world together. If it was not because of the believers... If it is not because of the principle of God's love, which he demonstrated in the life of Christ, the whole world would have been blown away already. Do you know know how many nuclear arsenals are sitting there? And do you know Mm. why they have not gone off? Because there is something that is restraining full evil from taking its effect. And that someone is Christ. Mm Amen. All the promises of God in Christ Jesus, your ability to to endure, and your ability to walk with Christ and to keep your eyes visited on the word of God and not stagger ultimately depends on fixing your eyes on Christ, who is present with you, and he is also in your future. He's Amen. going to draw you from your present to your future because the good news is that he has already been in your future. Amen. Amen. How to take you there. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Let us pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we appreciate you and thank you for your life. Amen. Give us the grace to continue to partake of the life of Christ. Jesus. Let it become real to us, not something we read about, but grant in us a hunger and a a, a divinely inspired pursuit. Mm -hmm. We will participate fully in the economy of God, in the life of the kingdom of God, and that this Mm -hmm. world will see the emerging of the children of God. In the world full of darkness, light will prevail in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Amen. Beautiful. Amen.